0: six demon Bag. terrific a six demon bag sensational what's in it egg Wind, fire all that kind of thing
1: welcome to the six demon bag podcast where we pull random topics related to writing comics movies all that kind of thing
2: i'm ellian mcmillan aries Uh, left guard from inglewood high school my name is ryan but not the main ryan
3: just a different ryan who's here sometimes
4: i'm ryan and i am the main ryan what what i'll cut that part
3: i'm jeff i'm a sci-fi and horror writer and i'm not ready to stop celebrating the spookiness
1: i am andrew weary and i am very weary who me
3: yeah you
0: I had something and I drank this beer and I thought, forgot about it.
4: (laughs) I think that's, is that your intro? That's that's your intro. intro. Well, gentlemen, Halloween is over and now we get the rest of the whole suck ass year to look forward to. Two months. R.I.P. Halloween.
3: Well, I feel like we can have a Halloween wrap up. Since we dropped our last episode on Halloween.
4: Oh. And Ed just I say, returned ooh. from his Halloween cruise. Mm. It's true. Can we keep Halloween going?
3: No. It's oh. over. But we can keep the what? spookiness going.
4: <laughs> oh, I'm confused and yet titillated all at the same time. And
3: You're the spookiest titillated. thing I have to tell you right now is about Ed's Halloween cruise.
0: I took a Disney cruise with the uh, family uh, that was... And the cheapest time to do it is, like, not during the summer, but during, like, the fall or during Christmas or something. And so we to- chose to do it. Uh, my wife worked it out to do it around Halloween, which is the cheapest. October, we went for seven days. And they have, like, uh, they put up a Halloween tree because, uh, you know, Ray Bradbury had a thing where they put up a Halloween tree in Disneyland. Did you know that?
4: Yes. Yeah, it's on that, di- it's on that Disney I've never game. seen it, though.
0: Yeah, well, they- Ray Bradbury, who did the Halloween tree, you know. Is that a story? Yeah, yeah. I've
2: never heard of it. Do you
4: know of Ray Bradbury? Yes, I know okay. the Martian Chronicles
2: <laughs> and the stuff he's famous for. I don't what? know about any damn Halloween tree.
0: Jeez, no the damn Halloween tree. No, I can't it's...
2: believe you lived in the same <coughs> house as Jorossi and don't know I, Don't that. know what that is. <laughs> yeah.
0: You damn
3: beast. Do you know why you wear that outfit?
4: Yes, it was very educational, informative, and entertaining.
0: So they had a they had they they erected a really cool Halloween tree with pumpkins and stuff lit up in the uh, lobby or the atrium of the ship and stuff. And then um, they this was weird, but they didn't have Halloween on Halloween. They had it the day after because uh, November first, we were in port in Jamaica, I think. And they do a fireworks show, and they couldn't do the fireworks show. While they were in port, so they had to do it the while they were at sea. So they shuffled everything over to November first.
4: Because they wanted it to be a Halloween fireworks show.
0: Yeah, they did. Well, they did fireworks on Halloween, basically.
4: Yeah. It was Day of the Halloween. Day. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess they, it was technically.
0: The
2: ship does fireworks. Yeah. So and they go out to sea and shoot out fireworks. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: It is really cool, and um, it was cooler than I thought it would be. I'm not a fireworks fan at all but Sandra got our cabin on the, our stateroom on the starboard side of the ship, specifically so we didn't have to get out on deck with the crowd and watch the friggin' fireworks. We could just sit on our little veranda and watch them. It was really so cool.
3: Date room? did you uh, leave the
0: commoners in steerage when it started to go down? We <laughs> were totally... Once the I, fireworks exploded to hold? I totally lived like a rich guy, basically, for a week, because we were like, we had the concierge, and we had the, like, uh, we did, like, a four-star french dinner i mean the whole deal i had escargot i had uh, truffles i mean everything it was it was really crazy uh and great like for me who somebody you know will go across the street to get a cheap gyro or something if the breakfast is doing oh you mean a gyro yeah a gyro <laughs>
2: okay. uh, had, at one point ed started snapping his fingers at the staff <laughs> you there you there waiter? <laughs> Do you know why I eat Escago? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why I poured this drink out on, on the floor?
0: It was really cool uh really nice, relaxing and stuff and then so on Halloween they are, or the day after Halloween, they had five uh stations where you lined up to go trick or treating and they give you candy and stuff the kids wore the costumes and all that also the regulars they're people who take these cruises over and over and over again, and they had uh state rooms you know their rooms were uh uh well, actually, they were in cabins. I was in the stateroom. No, but their cabins, whatever, the doors, they would put, uh, they decorated all the doors oh, for yeah. Halloween. And you could go door to the door in the cabins, and they had candy for the kids and stuff, too, which oh, was kind of cool. nice. Yeah, so it was like a floating Halloween. It was interesting. Kids dressed up as pirates, and uh, they had a good time. Were immediately thrown in the, the brig. The Catholics would immediately have them arrested. <laughs> we... No, because there was a pirate day, too. So it worked out. They wore their oh, costumes weird. twice because they wore it once on Pirate Day, and then they wore it on. Nice. So that was fun.
4: One time I went on a Disney cruise, and I got lost in the crew quarters, and, and they got really mad there? at me. I have no idea.
0: Like crap. What Usually the, that's, that's awesome that the crew is, like, totally removed.
4: Oh, yeah, there was, like, a crew lady in a towel flirting with a crew guy. Uh they looked at me like I was the world's greatest 14-year-old asshole. You were a boner Which I killer, guess man. I was, yeah. yeah. Killed you that dude's totally boner. killed that guy's boner. Well, you don't know that what kind of guy that was. Maybe I enhanced it.
2: <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> hey, look, there's a kid. <laughs> Anything they do to you is
0: nice and legal. <laughs> in international water. Well, they're flying the Guamanian flag. <laughs> <laughs> they had all these in-demand movies in the uh, cabin, and I, it allowed me to continue my Halloween watching, even though they, they weren't heavy Halloween movies, but like... I watched like Knob and Broomsticks, which I'd never seen. Oh, uh,
4: really? You never saw that? Yeah, I never saw that. It was I tried cool. to force my wife to watch it the other night. She only got about halfway through.
3: I liked it. It was cool. Um, so, Ryan and I uh, missed Drew's call or Drew's summons. Oh, sorry about that, Drew. We were here on Wednesday. Yeah, that's cool. And then we saw that Drew had uh, tried to buzz us.
4: But I had conveniently dropped my phone behind the couch.
3: So, the first part of our Halloween involved uh, me pinning Ryan's cat down so that he could hook up a IV bag. It's
4: definitely scary.
3: And fill her up with fluids.
4: The official 16-in-Bag cat is he, a he. Just, <laughs> I to, was say, just, of, yeah. just to correct you. I was, I was about to say. I, didn't, I really didn't think I was capable of putting the needle into the cat, but I did it.
0: Uh, I accidentally stapled my thumb. Yeah, I've a couple done that. months ago, and I thought a couple I was months ago. Yeah, I was, thought I was incapable of getting that. Well, because my daughter had this fucking little stapler that, when you pick it up, I don't know for some reason your thumb goes right where the staple goes in, and I picked it up and I like stapled It Seems my fucking like a thumb. serious
4: design flaw. And
0: stapled it seriously in there, like it was just a metal bar.
4: There was a kid in my class who used to staple other kids. Yeah, Jesus, I, I hit
2: a girl in the, I hit a girl in the butt with a stapler, Jesus. not Elliot? thinking that it would. It and stapled her butt. Hell yeah, stapled her right in her ass. I was really embarrassed because I, I didn't think it would it, it would do that. You know, I, I kind of just like when? And... That's ca- Jesus. Oh God! God. <laughs> oh,
3: God. <laughs> oh no! Aren't you crying? <laughs> Aren't you glad you got
0: this fucking
4: floor right? Nice move on the... Oh, no, it's I'm still just covered g- in soda.
0: I'm just glad we took our shoes off. It's right across right. the chair. What
3: happened? I don't know. So All for of those of you just uh, listening and or playing along at home, uh, Drew spilled one beer
4: and... That is a lot of soda.
3: And Elliot just spilled his... I'm mad his because it's like half a month of my soda. Fucking shot everywhere. His iconic oh, four-liter bottle of soda.
4: But it was like
3: shooting. What happened? It just... It just lightly knocked over. It looked like there's like a hole
4: punch in it. <laughs> well, Elliot must not be too good at screwing caps on. Holy
0: shit. I was trying I to know keep know he can it... staple a chick's ass, but yep. he can't get yeah. a
3: freaking...
4: <laughs> <container laughs> I, 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 I was
2: trying to keep it a little bit loose, because I don't want to keep like making the sound when I opened it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright, well, that's pretty conscientious, I guess. <laughs> <But sure,
2: laughs> mission accomplished, Elliot. Yes. sure made the Elliot. sound just but, then. Like I said, it's, it's Diet Coke so it won't get sticky. Oh my God.
4: It's Diet Coke. Oh, it's all over the mic stands. No. You oh, man. God, it's everywhere. Christ Almighty. This is why I can't have nice things. <laughs> Do you want a
3: glass, Elliot? While you're there? Yeah.
4: Somebody want to hit stop on that recorder?
3: No. No, this is. <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah. So the second thing we did on Halloween was uh, Ryan's job called and insisted that he <laughs> right. uh, try to work from home. And the, when that didn't work, we had to go into his uh, his office. Oh, so no, no, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's what you guys did? That no, was, no. That was I the second like, part of yeah. the evening. And then finally, the third part of the evening was uh, we put on our costumes, went down to Third Street. Met up with uh, our buddy Chad and uh, had a few brews at the King's Head pub. I costumes? did get molested uh, by a strange man. Um, were you dressed <laughs> as a werewolf? I was not dressed, dressed as a werewolf. As a werewolf. Yeah, yeah. I was dressed as this sort of um, Victorian uh, steampunk electric skull thing. It was a costume kind of cobbled together from... Older costumes based around a cool decoration I got at Target. There was this diminutive guy in a really nice suit, and he grabbed me by the arm, and he was like, "What are you? What are you? I don't know what you are. I don't know what you are.
4: What are you?" He was hallucinating. You've got
3: to go outside. What? Who are you? What are you? I don't know what you are. And Chad and Ryan went to the bar to get a drink, and like. I Because my face was like behind this mask, I could kind of pretend that I didn't have to talk to him, but I was also like making those facial expressions like, hmm, yeah, okay, gonna... buddy, but he couldn't read those either.
4: But I was also trying to wrangle Jeff, and he also wasn't answering me, <laughs> any of my questions.
3: I kind of shut down when this dude's so, to me.
4: I didn't him some of know. Disease.
3: Yeah. Um, I didn't
4: know if he was ignoring me or couldn't hear me. It was awfully loud in it there. It was
3: very, very loud. But eventually we got our drinks, retired to the back room, and talked about uh, Delusion, the Blue Blade, yeah. and things like that. And then we went to Swingers. So, yeah, it was a nice, um, nice kind of calm Halloween. But uh, it was pretty good. But I feel like uh, Ryan, myself, and a bunch of other authors that I'm connected with, uh, too, on Facebook, feel like we're not quite ready to... To put Halloween away this year. No, I mean, not I don't at want all. To spookify winter.
4: I've only watched Hocus Pocus like three times. Mm. I need more Hocus Pocus.
3: Ryan, what was your costume?
4: Oh, I just wore my same cobbled together costume from last year.
0: With the Cthulhu face and all that. Either.
4: No, no, no. I've moved well beyond the Cthulhu face. What
0: were you
3: list?
4: I made a tall new mask of a bat. Hmm. People hmm. didn't care.
3: When is the Green Ranger coming out? Like two thousand and thirty.
4: I'll wear it in my coffin. <laughs> At my funeral,
3: and <laughs> I'd start working on that soon. I was
0: Director Krennic. You know the hat? No, he doesn't wear a hat, dude. He only wears a hat if he wears the outdoor. I hope someone here. molested you, you in that costume. Yeah. I had an awesome. I got to walk around a ship in an awesome white cape, like a Nazi Prince Charming. It was awesome.
4: It was Ed's <laughs> greatest dream.
0: <laughs> it was great, and it's I strolled really really up, up to it a up. bar. I got up to the bar, and there was a Han Solo and a Leia right next to me. And I looked over, and she and the Leia looked at me, and I just kind of scoffed at her, which was awesome.
4: <laughs> they were like, "What are you supposed to pay?"
0: <laughs> oh my god! That, Is that was a cool. White cake? Uh, but Noli did uh, this really creative little uh, Judy Hopps from uh, Zootopia, oh, and everybody man. loved it. She looked great. <laughs>
4: Oh, by the way, they're making another fucking Grinch movie? What the yeah, fuck is that? Yeah, Not to let weird. Christmas creep course, on this, folks. Of but course. Now, I talk should. talk about Christmas creep also. November 1st, Starbucks switched over their Christmas cups. Yeah. Netflix Bur- switched over to Christmas mode. Yep.
0: Burbank Avenue has their uh, Christmas stuff. Fuck
4: mode. you oh, guys. Sweet. I As saw it- the first Christmas
2: ad was a light beer ad. Aww. I was watching... Uh, worst of all. Watching uh, college football on Saturday, yeah.
4: That's what I think of a November 1st Christmas, light beer.
0: They don't really advertise Thanksgiving, do they? They no.
4: don't.
3: Because it's there's kind of no, the week before there's no money in
4: it. It's all thanks to the well, turkey lobby. Well, there's Black
0: lobby. Friday. That's like a Thanksgiving thing
3: true, but that's... It's kind of more you're, associated you're with You're shopping for Christmas. Yeah, it's more associated with Christmas. And so there's there's not enough kind of hooks. There, there's yeah. no... Food? Tur- and beer? Halloween doesn't have
4: that kind of marketing either. Well, there's just like no.
3: general fall. Although Starbucks did have a witch's brew. They had the witch's the, brew with weird little
4: balls in and it. And the
3: motto was, take a sip, lift the curse. Hmm. Which made me wonder, are we all cursed? Yes, From drinking normal Starbucks. If you're going I mean, to yeah. Starbucks, you're cursed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. The curse
4: it. of American capitalism. I, I, I choose to
3: live deliciously, in. <laughs> the, the cursed people like are mind. prisoners no. who make the Starbucks cups for three cents an hour. Oh, really? Yeah. See? That's uh, the reason I, I no It's not because I ate coffee. Yeah.
4: My wedding wines were completely funded by Trader Joe's slaves, I'm sure.
0: So. Slave Trader Joe's? <laughs> Slave oh, Trader Joe's. Slave. Oh.
4: All right,
2: Elliot. First topic. Uh, this topic... Is why wedding rings make you more attractive.
4: So, there's, this, there's an adage. There's a lot of stand-up comics who will tell you that having a wedding ring makes you more attractive to women.
0: Because you're safe to flirt with. I guess supposedly
4: you're safe. But I was thinking about it the other day. I was sitting in a restaurant, and like women were staring. Maybe I had something on my face. Maybe okay. I looked like a weird creep or a sex offender, and they were wondering if they should call the cops. All of the above. But I saw some woman staring at me, and I was like, <laughs> sorry, I put my hands up, I had my wedding ring. And I realized wearing the wedding ring is like a plus five confidence attribute booster. It's like a ring you get in an RPG plus five that five of you makes you... Of charisma.
0: It is, because I feel it's okay for me to flirt, honestly, <laughs> which is funny. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm married, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So like I there's nothing to win or lose here. It's I'm a total like,
4: yeah, sure. item get. They,
0: no. they know that your favorite things are commitment and changing yourself. <laughs> you
4: <know. laughs> that's all I have to say about that. It's a very RPG like symbol and yeah. item.
2: I thought about, yeah, I wearing, about wearing one. <laughs> <To go
4: back.
2: laughs> just wearing
0: one? Yeah.
4: You can get a silicone one for five dollars. Yeah, let's see that guy on TV. When see I went to buy the engagement ring all of the most expensive ones were gaudy and horrible, and I felt were really ugly. And then I'd see one, and I was like, oh, this one's nice. Wait a minute, $40? Oh, I, ca- I can't buy that.
0: <laughs> you can. She wouldn't know. <laughs> what did you end up paying for your engagement?
4: Right I'm not going to say.
0: Really? I'll say. Oh, Mine was not very expensive. Oh, yeah? I didn't care. No shit. Mine was like $380.
4: Wow, really? No, really? Yeah. Fuck.
0: Why well, you went out all out, huh?
4: I had mine custom made with a ruby instead of a diamond. I only found out after the ruby. fact that rubies are more are worth more than diamonds.
0: <laughs> are they really? I had yes. our I had our wedding bands. Our wedding bands were custom made. Yeah. We designed them and everything. Which and we
4: probably should tell that story.
0: We did pay a ton of money for that, but uh no, I didn't I didn't pay much
3: for it because she doesn't wear it. What's the point? Ed, uh, do you have the wherewithal to tell your sure. story? It's a
0: pretty You're amazing story. Yeah. I'll tell it, sure. Tell oh. it. I went to Dominican Republic with my wife. Um, uh, It was uh, a friend's wedding party. She was a a bridesmaid, and We decided to go with the wedding party to uh, Dominican Republic. And we went uh, snorkeling off Juanillo Beach. And uh, afterwards, we were just in the water and all that kind of stuff, screwing around and that kind of thing. And uh, my uh, wife's friend said, Sandra, go out to the water and catch my uh, new husband and make sure he hasn't lost his wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes out, and I am uh, i was trying to get on a... Uh, it was like a surfboard, but you just stand on it with a paddle. paddle, well, paddle board. Board. A paddleboard. A paddleboard, there you go. Hence the name. I was trying to get on a paddleboard and falling off a lot, and I'd had a lot to drink, and, you know, all <laughs> these... Me and these guys were just messing around. We were totally drunk. And uh, Whoa, Sandra... God, Comes wading, wading through the water, and I look at her, and I kind of wave at her and stuff, and she uh, holds up her hand and points to her wedding ring. And I'm like, I didn't know what she was trying to say, I put the battle board down, I look at her, and I look down at my finger, and my wedding band is gone. And um, so my fucking chest sank, like my heart sank in my chest, and I dove off this battle board, and I grabbed a, uh, got rid of the vest, and I grabbed uh uh, diving mask from somebody's head and I just spent 45 minutes, you know, like, hunched over in the water, like, going back and forward down the surf, up to the up to the surf and, like, going through the weeds and all like, everything that had washed up on shore. Just miserable. You know, I was miserable. Like, we had designed, custom designed these rings. They're clad with the uh, intertwined, uh, like, uh, intertwined design on the band or whatever. They're platinum, uh, with a gold face. We, uh, Designed him um, with this guy in uh, over here in L.A. And um, a funny thing about that is it showed up. The exact design showed up in uh, what's the movie Seth Rogen did with the weed Pineapple Express. He gives the, he gave our ring to his girlfriend, and we went later to the guy's to the jewelry department. And Sandra walked in and was like, uh, "Yeah, did you like his?" And there was a sign behind the counter. And it had a picture of Vince Neil, and he had our ring on. And uh, she was like, "Did you? Is that our design and everything?" And he got really nervous and all this, and and you know, like we were gonna sue him or something. And she, and he finally admitted it. And she was like, "No, no, it's fine. You know, we you didn't care. Sued him. We didn't care. You know, we didn't, we didn't really care about that.
4: Yeah, but you need money.
0: But any yeah, I do. But anyway, the fact that it was uh, this special ring and everything, and it's the ring I got married in, and it was engraved and all this and uh, I was planning on passing it down to my kids and all that and it was just gone just totally gone and Sandra put it into perspective that like I was devastated but she put it in perspective that it was just an item you know it's just a piece of jewelry and uh it was your
3: plus 5 to charisma it was yeah. my plus 5 to
0: charisma was, so I was you, negative you 5 were negative charisma. 5 no <laughs> I, I think I, I think I got a level drain when I lost this thing it a felt like the gladden
2: fields yeah yeah and, and then so,
0: Callum finds it so uh yeah I was I was literally like smiegel in the water like my precious looking for this friggin' ring in the sand and it was it was useless i knew it as soon as i looked down there and it was just all this clouds of sand you couldn't see anything it was gone
3: gets into everything
0: so the guy took a picture of it the tour guide took a picture of sandra's ring which matches mine and is like you know in his you know passable english he's like if we see this you know we're gonna get it for you brother and others don't worry about it i'm like yeah sure whatever and, uh, but Sandra put it into perspective with me that it's just jewelry. It's, it's not, like, emblematic of anything, really. I mean, it's an emblem, but it's not, it's not really important. It's just we put importance into a material thing that doesn't really matter. What matters is the story and the, and the love and all that. And You know, the story I had to tell the kids about losing this thing and everything. So we go home, um, and a week later...
4: Ed wrote a very long blog post about yeah, it. Yeah, you
0: can look it up on my blog. It's there. But...
4: Yem Erdelak at...
0: Wordpress.com. <laughs> 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 HTTP <laughs> um, so then a week later, my wife uh, had her ring off, and I noticed it on the back on the shelf over the toilet and everything, and I was like, man, I should really not leave that there, <laughs> but I'm like, ah, eh, she's in the tub, she's going to come out, she'll put it back on whatever I didn't think about it, and then uh, so later in the day we're going to this we're getting ready for this bowling party for one of the kids or something some birthday party. And uh, my daughter Willow, who's eight, uh, was taking a bath, and she comes out of the bathroom just red-eyed and you know tears streaming and everything in her towel. And I'm like, "What's the matter? What happened?" And she's like, "I knocked your, I knocked mom's ring into the toilet." And uh, so we're like, "It's okay, you know, we'll look for it and everything." But she she is a problem solver. She tried to fix it herself. So she took the plunger and plunged it. And we live on the second floor, so we were like. The first thing that happens with a plunge is you push and it goes right down the friggin' tubes. And I called a plumber and the guy said exactly that. And I was like, yeah, come on anyway, try it. My wife uh, got dressed really fast and ran to Sears to get a wet drive back.
4: So Sears she- still exists? They yeah, just yeah.
3: declared bankruptcy, didn't they? Did uh, they really? You guys
4: got so lucky. That Sears on... <laughs> well, don't on,
3: spoil uh, it now. Don't spoil the it. The
4: Sears on
2: Victory and Laurel Canyon is one of the worst places I've ever been in my whole life. <laughs> well,
0: that's the one that sold her this wet shop. I walked wow. in there
2: and I looked around and it, it was like a castle in a video game and I turned it <laughs> that sounds awesome
0: <laughs> it was horrible it's a maze yeah it's it's kind of a disorderly but anyway it's cobwebs she came back with this wet dry vac and uh i kind of cons consoled willow we hadn't told the kids i lost my ring so that was obviously consolation to willow because i was like don't worry about it you know
4: we're getting a divorce dad, dad lost it <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we're getting a divorce anyway now dad lost his ring and while well, we were on vacation so it's totally fine it's just a piece of metal don't worry about it though we had this we had developed this plan where we were going to reforge my ring using metal from, from hers the of so it's it would still be the ring <laughs> it would still be the ring that we got married in and everything technically but anyway so she plunged it and uh Sandra came back with a wet-dry vac, and I don't know what I ran off to do some kind of errand before we went to this bowling thing, and I came back. Just you vomit. thought you were free, clear, yeah. and you're like, hey, no <laughs> I went rings. to a bar, went and he started picking up chicks. <laughs> you know? And then, uh, so I got back, and she had uh, jury-rigged this, like, attachment with duct tape and snaked it down the drain, and she got the ring back. Because well, she turned it on when I was leaving. I didn't hear a rattle in the tube, and I was like, fuck it, it's gone. But she found it somehow. She got it back. And uh, at the same time she told me, she got it back, I got this text and it was, I got a text on Facebook that I got a a friend request or something and it was uh, a guy from Dominican Republic and I recognized it as a tour guide and I texted to somebody else at that time, haha, I just got a friend request from the tour guide. He's probably going to tell me the fucking ring's found or something, right? And uh, he texts me on Facebook a picture of my ring sitting on a dry on the dry sand next to a uh a metal detector, and I was like, "Holy fucking, you know holy crap, so sh- to make this long story to cut this off uh, too late. yeah, I know to cut it off though the guy like returned the guy this other guy found the ring, and the tour guide recognized it, and uh serendipity whatever it uh got back to me, like they shipped it back to me d h l and you know I'm wearing it now. I got it back. The
4: DHL part is very important. (laughs) Thanks, DHL. And and then
3: I put on my me undies. And (laughs) and and they put stamps.com on the package. They definitely use (laughs) stamps.com to share that package back. Uh, That's so amazing. Plus five to your charisma. Plus ten to your charisma. Plus ten.
0: The Slagging of Hill House.
4: Yeah. Oh, hey, got it. Oh. All right.
3: What's the matter? All right, guys. Who here saw Hill House? Hands I did, only. and I
4: enjoyed it. Hand up. Two hands. Oh, just the three of us. No, yeah. just me and Ed and Jeff. Elliot? Everyone else is it. too skeered. I didn't know we were supposed to see it.
0: Apparently, Jeff and Ryan so, didn't like Hill House, so here we go. Me and
4: Ed loved Hill House, except I didn't like the last episode that much.
3: Yeah, It was all right. I loved the first seven episodes. How many episodes were there all together? Ten. Mm. Okay. Maybe even the first eight episodes. So where did it drop off for you? For the uh, first round, at least
4: seven and But I mean, what happened?
0: The, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't count the episodes. So.
4: For more than the first half of that show, it was chilling. It was terrifying. I got spine tingles. Some there of the was best good TV I've seen in drama. Years. Yeah. yeah. Good writing. I think, good direction. So I, just spine tingle after spine tingle. I, I mean, I can't, even, I can't even count the number of spine tingles. My spine is still tingling. Mm -hmm. My wife watched out of the corner of her eye and it gave her nightmares. Mm.
0: My wife wouldn't watch it. Not because she was afraid. She just didn't want to watch it.
3: (laughs) Um, And then towards the... like, Right basically when it was supposed to be... Building up to the climax, mm-hmm. there was like a shift in tone. Mm. What point? Shift but tell me exactly, because I don't
0: know. I did
4: basically know the when episodes. they started going back to the house, and yeah. they couldn't decide whether they wanted it to be an actual haunted house or whether they wanted it to be a metaphor for family drama. My problem with it was that all of the family drama was created by the haunted house. They were fine before they moved to that house. Yeah, right. So they really had nothing to fix. Mother seemed a little bit... The adult parts, they all had to work on themselves and fix their issues, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't have had those issues if not for having moved to the haunted house. So I felt like they contradicted themselves a lot, and they couldn't decide what they wanted that show to be.
3: It was definitely a haunted house. Well, it was. it was. it, It was a haunted house, but... They slowly revealed this philosophy that you haunt yourself. Yeah. Or you're haunted by your own family. But also, there are
4: flapper ghosts. And they took because that. They ha- because they had to.
3: They took that to the extreme to where you realize, like, oh my God, every time we've seen a ghost, it's been generated kind of by the family's own drama.
4: Until it wasn't. Until
3: they brought in the flapper, flapper ghost and the tall uh, bowler hat ghost. Creature. And it's like, well, wait a minute. There's like two different rule systems here that don't really make sense. Like, the longer Hill House went, the less it made sense. The less cohesive it was. And then it was completely schizophrenic in tone towards the end when... When the house kind of became a good guy. When the house became a good guy, we're like, what the F? That was kind of weird. Everyone
4: who wouldn't go near it in the night, in the dark, decided (laughs) they would want to live the rest of their eternities there.
0: Yeah, yeah. That when it became a place to preserve the memory of your of your loved one that was departed, that was a little strange.
4: Yeah, I did not like that, yeah. especially the caretakers. Yeah, yeah.
0: With their daughter, that yeah,
3: yeah, it, yeah I didn't care for that. It part. totally but fell I apart. I thought it was pretty great. Up,
4: until I, I was kind of surprised when the daughter turned out to be a real person and I not think a that spooky, was supposed to be a twist because yeah. it
3: was so confusing
4: especially since they red herring the hell out of it by saying the daughter died in childbirth and yeah. was l- crying through the walls or whatever
0: Well, that was a different kid though
4: <laughs> well yeah but they didn't hint right. at all that they had a second kid until it was time to say Ooh, she's really alive
3: mm. yeah it, it totally fell apart at the end sad it because it
4: was so engrossing and amazing up until that point eh, still fun though for those for a few Yeah, I'm glad I watched it. As most reviews will tell you.
0: Yeah, I liked it a lot. It was one of the best things I watched this Halloween, I think. I I think I would tell most people. I would say my second viewing of
4: Hocus Pocus was the best thing I watched all
0: What is the big thing with the (laughs) revival of Hocus Pocus? I don't don't know.
4: Hipsters, man. That's all I got to say. My movie group was like,
0: was going nuts about the Blu-ray release of Hocus Pocus. And I'm like, Hocus Pocus? I used to watch,
4: there was one time where I stayed home sick from school and we didn't have cable, but you could still watch it scrambled at that point. So Mm -hmm. I watched scrambled Hocus Pocus and basically just listened to it.
3: I think it tells I that tells you everything you need to know about Ryan's yep. proclivities. Yeah. No hipster, watching, no hipster nostalgia love for scrambled me. My hocus pocus. scrambled <laughs> hocus pocus. I was watching scrambled pocus. porn. Scrambled yeah, scrambled. Like,
4: well, it was like was like it was eleven o'clock in the afternoon. My dad was like, "What are you doing?" Oh, just hocus pocus. Let's, That's still weird. Anyway, well, Hill House successfully slagged.
0: Hmm, I suppose I still recommend it.
4: Loved, slag loved.
3: Drew, before you pull a topic, will you tell us about uh the LA Comic Con?
2: Hey, I went to the LA Comic Con. You didn't see Drew there? Hey. Whoa. Saturday.
1: I went on Sunday. Oh,
4: yeah. that's why. That's
1: I, why I didn't see him there. How was it? Um, it was pretty good. We went there, we did some shopping in that black bag I bought some comic books, so and it's been a while since I bought some comic books. I also bought a pop figure of uh May from Overwatch. No, so. My
0: kids got that one.
1: Yeah, and not only that, but there were some con exclusives that I didn't buy, like Dead Yamcha from Dragon Ball Z. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Took some pictures of some um, cosplay. We pretty much only attended one panel, um, and it was you know pretty cool. It was about 1980s cartoon series. and, no, this was the stuff that like Wildcats. Well, it was cartoons of the eighties and nineties. So they went through like Wildcat, that uh, Excalibur thing where so where K- where Love King Fest. Arthur recruited the uh, the um, football players from high school and stuff. <laughs> Excalibur,
4: and, be my strength.
1: Yeah, that that kind of stuff. And it was like all this stuff that I had forgotten. King Arthur and the Knights of
4: Justice was the show.
1: That yeah, and and
4: GI Joe Extreme, Extreme <laughs> yeah. Did they have Sherlock Holmes in the twenty second century? Yeah, I they, that. <laughs> he, he didn't talk about that. No, but Street
1: Sharks,
0: Silverhawks. So no. that was eighties. Ducktails. He said oh. eighties,
1: eight, nineties. Late eighties or early nineties. Biker Mice from Mars. Uh, SWAT. Straight or 80s. can
0: I quickly tell you guys my Biker Mice from SWAT. Mars story? They had a misdemeanor, which I thought was the greatest name for a character
4: ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created an ant monster called Semantics once. Nice. Like, I think that's the best character. Not ever. as good as
3: Misdemeanor. I don't so know. Ant- Some antics. Do you remember a Cops? Oh, was that cops. cops? Maybe I'm thinking of Cops. You're thinking actually. of Cops. Oh, it was
1: Cops. Yeah. Buttons McBoom Boom? Yep. Yeah, um,
0: that was it.
4: Stunt Dogs? Anyone? <coughs> no. Turbo Team? Nope. No. That one was before
1: what
0: he the, was covering. the era about. he was covering. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that was
4: James Bond Jr.?
2: I was going to say
1: James Bond Jr. My sister used to watch that. James Bond! James Bond Jr. Is that
0: really how it went? Or are you making that up?
4: No, that's absolutely how it went.
1: James Bond! James
3: Bond Jr. When no. James Bond Jr. introduced himself, did he go Bond? James Bond. Jr. <laughs> James Bond Jr. Probably not. Or did he go Jr.? Bond Jr. <laughs> Probably James just introduce Bond himself Jr. as
4: James Bond.
3: Yeah, I would have assumed James Bond murdered any woman he got
0: pregnant. Uh, <laughs> in the books, he had a half-Japanese uh, child nice. by Kissy Suzuki, but he had uh, he got uh, what well, he got amnesia and he washed up on shore and the KGB reprogrammed
3: and he forgot all about him. Oh my God! Anyway, a convenient story, Mister Bond. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Go ahead, yeah. Drew. What else? Um, what I was struck by was that it had about ninety thousand people there, which is a
0: Sunday. Than, that's pretty good. Yeah.
1: W- well, I mean for the Im- for the total event, okay. I would imagine, and because you know you have like Anime Expo that has more than two hundred fifty thousand people. Wow! And you have the king of it all, uh, Comic Con in San Diego, and how crowded it is. Where you're just. In, at Anime Expo and at San Diego Comic Con where you're just basically shuffling in what's denser than Black Friday congestion of people. Yeah, it's like and a stockyard. Yeah, 4.2 billion people at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, and it's like, at this, I really enjoyed it because it wasn't that crowded. Yeah, that's I mean, what I liked about it Comic Con. I mean, it's crowded. It was,
2: on Saturday, there, it, there was a little bit of, of crowdishness. But uh, not as bad. Kind of approaching, maybe uh, getting close to Comic Con levels of crowdedness at at some points. But it's uh, a lot more open. There are like open spaces. Yeah, it's like uh, you. uh, I think we went to the first one, the first LA Con. We did, and you could have had that con in this apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like for for what was there, it was very small. Yeah. And now Crack it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger Every year it gets bigger and bigger So I'm proud to see the L.A. Con get bigger You're talking about the cartoons From the 80s and 90s Which I I saw none of those cartoons hmm. You guys I were saw. listening to cartoons I had no oh, idea what the hell you were talking man. about
1: You never saw the one with the dinosaurs Where they were like all extreme
3: or
4: Dino saucers no. <laughs> you guys are naming
2: like weird stuff on purpose because I I watched a lot of, <laughs> of cartoons. But I watched like Transformers,
3: G.I. Joe and
4: You never saw Dino saucers? My no sister like used to watch James Bond Junior,
2: dinosaur. In the morning my heard sister watched James Bond Junior in the morning. Yeah, you know what I mentioned then. DuckTales in the, Ooh, the, duck in, the woo, yeah. in the afternoon. I met a guy at the con named named Larry Houston. He uh was in this Netflix show about he-man and, and, it was, and it was just a, Ben it was he-man and this guy the N-word is, uh, coming uh i'm working on it nice uh so i talked to this guy who is himself an n-word <laughs> a nerd yes <laughs> who um drew the comics that were in the he-man toys cool that's he very was, cool he was in that in that documentary mm, I remember and that. so i'm you know walking around the con and i turn the corner and i see him sitting there at his <laughs> table and I was exactly walking like that. I wish you
4: guys could have seen Elliot's walking, <laughs>
2: dude. I was jaunty. Yeah, man. I was. Uh, I was uh, George <laughs> Jefferson. And uh, so I talked to him for a few minutes, and it was really cool. I, I had to admit that he man was a little bit after my time as a as a toy. I was kind of too old for toys in my thinking. Sad. Now, That's when I'm, toys became awesome. Now I'm all about like, oh man, I want that toy. <laughs> but when I was like 13 or 14, I was like, no, I don't want no toys.
4: Mm. Steve Austin gives a what shit. What
2: would Delana Proby say if she saw me playing with
0: toys? Who is Proby? Steve Who is Steve Austin? Is that the Who go is Delana Proby? There's a girl that I know.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Isn't he the $6 million man? $6 million man. Steve Austin? Really, Ed? The $6 million really? $6 dollar man?
2: He was an astronaut. A man barely alive. This. We have the technology. We can't repair him. I thought you make were him, talking about the faster. wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stronger. And Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Faster. Ooh,
0: who's Delana Proby, the girl you stapled her ass or? No,
2: dude, if I stapled Delana Proby's
0: ass,
4: <laughs> it would have been a Diet Coke explosion all over yeah. the place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Find us at SixDemonBagPodcast.com, SixDemonBagPodcast at Gmail, Facebook, and Instagram, and on Twitter at SixDemonPodcast. Special thanks to Colleen Green for the use of her song, Why Do You Call Me, off the Green One album.
0: This is Ed. If you want to find more about me, uh, you can look at my blog, emertilec.wordpress.com,
3: Delirium Tremens, or uh, Facebook. I'm there all the time. This is Jeff. You can find more at Carter wrote it on Facebook and Twitter.
1: This is Drew. You can find me on Twitter at GenFactor. This is Elliot.
2: You can find my Facebook page at the nword
4: doc and also Twitter at the nword doc. You can find me Ryan on YouTube at 20th century rg with the number 20. <laughs>